DJ Psyched and you're listening to the Get Psyched Podcast. Let's get psyched together. I'm DJ Psyched. You're listening to the Get Psyched Podcast. And today we're getting psyched with a super special guest. This is my fiance, Ella Perez. And we're going to talk about a movie that we have been absolutely obsessed with since we saw it. This is In the Heights. We decided to talk about this today because one, we cannot stop listening to the soundtrack ever since we started listening to it. And also, this is a music-based podcast. And so why not talk about the music that we're obsessed with right now? So I just want to start by by putting down the foreground. When we first saw this movie, we actually, I mean, I know you had seen trailers, but I actually really didn't know anything about it. I think I had just like heard the name. My motivation to go to the movies was simply that the pandemic was like finally slowing down and I wanted to go see something. And um, it turned out to be a really amazing trip. But before we get too into it, I want to let you take a moment to introduce yourself introduce yourself to the audience and talk a bit about why you love this movie so much. Um, hey, I'm Ella. I'm Leanne's or DJ Sykes' fiance. This is Mango right here. Yeah, she's chilling. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I love the movie. I just feel really bad that I didn't know about that it was like a musical beforehand because if I did, I would have definitely like listened to the musical. But at the same time, I'm kind of glad that I found out through the movie because I don't know, I feel like maybe I would think the other way around. But for right now, I think that the music from the movie is better <laughs> than the music from the musical. But if I saw it the other way, I probably would think different. But yeah, I'm obsessed with the movie. I mean, I'm half Puerto Rican, half Mexican. So of course, I think um, something that I've noticed is talking about the movie with people who are Hispanic, who can relate to it more. They they definitely, it's kind of like a different movie to, when you can relate to it so, so much. Cause like, I mean, I, I watched it like with my friends and I don't know, you can kind of tell that they liked it, but it wasn't like, it didn't hit as close to home yeah. as it does to me at least. Yeah. No, yeah, I totally feel that. And I I think that it was really interesting finding out it was a musical in the theater. Because for me, I think that was that was an important thing. Because if I would have known it was a musical beforehand, I might have been a bit turned off on the idea of going, just because I've never really been a big musical person. But this musical kind of has has opened me up to the world of musicals. It's made me feel a bit more interested in it. And I mean, I've watched a few musicals like that I did like, you know, we're talking like the old school musicals and also like the more recent, but still a little older, like Hairspray, like those those kinds of musicals I always kind of enjoyed, but I wasn't the kind of person to go to the movies and see a musical myself. Like if I saw a musical, it's cause it was on and it was just happening. But this is, this is a musical that I, this is the first musical ever that I voluntarily will listen to the soundtrack on my own. And I think it's because of like what you said, I think a lot of these songs kind of hit close to home. I'm also like Puerto Rican and Colombian. And I I think, and this, you know what, this is getting into the discussion already and I'm fine with it. But I think what made it really nice to me is that like, there's just a lot of things that I find myself, I don't know, when it comes to the Spanish culture, I love it and I love to be a part of it and to indulge in it. But there are times that I feel kind of left out from the culture because of the fact that I simply don't speak Spanish. I feel like if I'm in a space 
full of Spanish speakers, I can sometimes be dismissed as somebody who's not really Hispanic or whatever. But when I'm sitting down and watching this movie, nobody can impose those feelings on me. Like I can enjoy the movie and love it and love the message it's friends without feeling terrible that I don't speak Spanish fluently, which I think yeah. was really like, that's kind of what made me love it so much is that it, it had that balance of English and Spanish so that people who are like us don't have to sit there during the movie feeling like we can't relate. Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if like it's, I don't know. There, from there's not. I didn't grow up with a lot of Hispanic people, like in my neighborhood and stuff. And so, a lot of times, the few times that I did come in contact with someone who spoke Spanish, or not someone who spoke Spanish, but someone who was Hispanic, they did speak Spanish. And so, yeah, like they definitely do. Like I have definitely been made felt that I'm not Hispanic enough. Um, so yeah, I feel like watching this movie was, yeah, it definitely did make me, you know, relate. Yeah. It was really nice. Yeah. And I think that's like, that's such a shame. Like, honestly, to me, I think that that happens, that it kind of, it kind of discourages certain people from indulging in their culture, understanding their culture, being a part of their culture. Because whenever I am around other Hispanics, I always feel like comfortable and like, oh, this is cool. Like, you know, we have this in common until the moment where they're like, oh, you don't speak Spanish. And then mm -hmm. things feel weird and uncomfortable. Um, but yeah. I really love that this movie was able to make me feel like I could relate to it and maybe not feel like I was like neglected from the movie or anything. And also it kind of felt nice to like, to be able to, I don't know, see like the culture without feeling, I mean, I already said this basically, but what I'm trying to say is like, I would like to learn and see more of my culture without feeling bad about it. You know, mm -hmm. there were a few things in that movie that like a few words or, or phrases or whatever that I just wasn't familiar with. And instead of feeling stupid, like, oh, you didn't know that. I just, it felt nice to just be able to hear it and see it and learn about it. I mean, I've, mm -hmm. I've always wanted and tried to watch just a little bit more like Spanish TV and stuff, especially when I was in college learning like Spanish, you know, listening to podcasts and stuff. And I just think it's fun to learn Spanish. Like it, it is fun to learn but it can be so discouraging when those moments come where someone just makes you feel like you're not Spanish enough. Yeah, it, I think it just makes you feel a lot more alone. Cause like, at least like, you know, my school was not, not very diverse really. So like, it was like either like a bunch of white kids or like the Hispanic kids who don't like you cause you don't speak Spanish. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like how this movie just made me feel like that's me up there. Not you know? alone. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's one of the great things about this movie. And we're going to go down the track list from beginning to end. So we're basically going to go through the movie. But one thing I really love about this movie is how diverse the characters are as far as their motivations in life, their skill levels, like their, their personalities. Because I feel like most people are going to find a character they really relate to. Or if you're like us, I think there's a lot of characters I relate to, but for different reasons. Yeah, definitely. I like how you know, just because it was that, like, young adult age, it's not like every single person was heading off to college, um, and yeah, and I like how also they didn't limit it, because I feel like a lot of times when there are, like, a few Spanish roles in, like, a big movie or show or something, a lot of times they do have that person doing something stereotypical, like, being, like, a maid or something, like, yeah. in my favorite movies has J-Lo in it, Made in Manhattan, she, she literally is 
a maid and there's nothing wrong with it but I just like how they show just because you're Hispanic doesn't mean you got to do that yeah and I also like like um like there's one part in the movie where Nina's dad just straight up says like there's no shame in taking that path but there's no shame in taking a different path either I really like that this movie highlighted that even though because like let's like thinking of Pacencia y Fe which I don't want to get too ahead of myself but like when she talks about how like you know, her and her family, they were maids. But what I love about this movie is instead of how a lot of Spanish characters are portrayed in movies, which is one dimensional, you're a maid, you're this, you're that. You got to see that these people have dreams. These people have aspirations. These people are are around because they want to live just like everyone else. And I mean, there's so many moments we'll, we'll get into in this movie, but this movie like just makes me feel so many things. Like it makes me want to do so much work, just like Lin-Manuel Miranda does like it makes me want to like go out there and be like yo I'm fighting for all these <laughs> I'm fighting for everyone because it's I mean especially Paciencia I feel like if you listen to that song like there's no way you could listen to that song and not want to go out and protest <laughs> like literally yeah <laughs> um yeah definitely I agree I don't want to get too ahead of stuff but yeah <laughs> Yeah, and this is my last note. I'm going to go before we just jump right into the music. It's just that, like, for me, what I really, really love about this story is the fact that um, my family does originate from New Jersey, not not New York. I have some family in New York, but my family is mostly from Jersey, and we grew up in towns that were just, like, in the Heights. I didn't live there very long. I lived there, like, in and out throughout my childhood, but whenever I'd go home, I absolutely loved it. Like it was so fun because there was something there that doesn't exist in North Carolina. It's never existed anywhere else for me and that's community. This movie means so much to me because it reminds me of the community that's always waiting for me in Jersey. The community I don't have time to see because I'm always working and trying to trying to make a living here. But whenever I go home, I feel like even though there may be moments where I feel kind of bad that I don't speak as much Spanish as everyone or there's moments where I feel kind of bad that I didn't grow up that way. I'm, I'm a Southerner. Like sometimes I feel a little bit different because like my family, they're all they're all Northerners who speak Spanish and I'm this weird Southerner who hardly speaks Spanish, but they always accept me with open arms. They always take me in, make me food, make me feel welcome. And that is the one thing in the movie that meant so much to me. Like I get, got to see this community on screen that truly reflects what Spanish culture is because like, just like any other culture, right? We can have issues too, but at the end of the day, something that's huge in Spanish culture is community. And I feel like that's something that's not displayed on TV enough, just how big the community is. Even if we have problems with each other, we still love each other. We have, like, mm-hmm. we're a group. But anyways, yeah, yeah. I, just, I just wanted to say that because I, I really loved how much it reminded me of growing up back home. Even, even just the fact that like the main characters ran a little corner store was so cute to me because I used to love going to the corner stores in New Jersey. Like the corner store was the place, you know, that's where you get your popsicles and your little, mm-hmm. your little jugs of juice. Like it was just very nice. Like it felt kind of like, I don't know. It made me like low key. It made me want to so bad, just get some tickets and go visit my family. <laughs> yeah. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, can we afford tickets to Jersey right now? <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's that's our background. That's us loving the movie. But let's actually get into the movie. Because if you're watching this, you either love the movie a lot or maybe you haven't watched it for some reason. You want to know if it's worth it. The answer is yes. And we're yeah. going to go through the track listing and talk about it a bit. So we're just going to start the first track, which is the title track. It's In the Heights. It's the intro song. <laughs> You want to mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about your thoughts and your your first impressions and just just talk about the song. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, first of all, it's an eight minute song. If anyone wants to listen, it's amazing. It's like, so yeah, it's like the title song. So like, I just, that's what the movie opened with. Um, and I really, really, really love how they did that because like, I didn't really know exactly what the movie was about. I knew it was um, a musical, but I only heard like very small like samples. So I didn't know what any of the music was gonna sound like. But like, I, I first of all, I'm, obsessed with the main characters like I don't think that they could have chosen better roles for like the main characters like them four Nina, Benny, Usnavi um, and Vanessa I just love them and I love their voices um I really like like so I listened to like Hamilton I have never seen the whole musical all the way through I plan to one day but just because of like friends and stuff I have listened to some songs and I have enjoyed some of some of the songs from Hamilton um so I really like how Lin-Manuel writes I, I really like how like and I also I know some of his other random musical songs and stuff too so I love him and um yeah I like how in in the in the heights um there's like a little bit of rap music like not music but like they rap a little bit they do like I think throughout the entire musical, they have like all of their songs have Spanish influences, which I love. Like I'm a huge, I love listening to Spanish music. We both have Spanish plays we listen to on Spotify. Like, so I, I really love that too. It was like some, it was like honestly the best way to start something like that. Like you're never gonna hear me talk bad about the movie, but um, I just think that that beginning was like, amazing and like so moving like I got goosebumps because like you know it's basically what the whole movie is about it's like community um they show you know all kinds of like ethnicities and different um nationalities um and I love that too and they also show and sing about the most important thing about being Hispanic which is the food <laughs> they sing about the food okay. <laughs> show it <laughs> Um, and I love that. And, and yeah, it's just an amazing, amazing eight minutes. <laughs> like yeah. how, how they shot it was amazing. Like, oh, like, oh yeah, I love it so much. <laughs> also, yeah. I almost know all the words, even all the rap parts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same. And honestly, I, I love this track so much. Like this is one of the top tracks that I listen to on the regular even though it's like really long, it's a really good song. And I love like how the intro, it does a really good job of kind of recapping everything. You get to meet all of the main characters in the first song. You get to learn a little bit about all of them, right? That's where you learn about Nina and her father. Like she's away at college, her father's working mm -hmm. hard. You learn that him and his cousin are like working at this store. Uh, you get to see Benny in his job. You get to see v Vanessa. Like you literally, it's, it's this huge number and it's kind of mm -hmm. impressive how like Lin-Manuel Miranda somehow manages to sum up the movie in eight minutes. So, cause he, he really puts just yeah. about everything in that first song. There's the community aspect. There's literally what everyone's doing that's in there. And then my favorite part, which is the part of the song where he's like, uh, in the Heights, I can't survive without cafe. When they start talking about like, there's endless debts and bills to pay. Like they yeah. really start to get into some of the deeper things that they talk about in this movie, but they kind of mm -hmm. brush over it. Like he, he puts everything in the song, but without getting too deep. 
that's what I really like about it because that, that part right there is my absolute favorite part. Cause that's something I think all of us can relate to is yeah. feeling like you're in endless debt and endless mm-hmm. debt and having all these bills to pay. And then the yeah. best part of the first song, in my opinion, is, um, I love the part where like, Benny's like you're stuck to this corner like a street light and then it goes really emotional mm-hmm. and like Usnavi's number where he starts talking about how he feels like a lonely street light choking in the heat like mm-hmm. everything about that part gives me chills every time I listen to the song same and I I think I might have told you before I don't know if I did but um because you know we're both super obsessed with the musical I was watching like an interview with like the, the director and Lin-Manuel and the director, he said he was watching the musical in the Heights. And when they sang, um, I think Paciencia y Fe, he said he literally like envisioned that part that you're talking about yeah. when like Usnavi's singing, getting emotional, and then there's like the glass, and then all of the entire body was dancing in the reflection. He said he literally envisioned that. And just thinking about that gives me chills. Like, yeah. Ugh. That director did amazing. Yeah, and you know what? Going off of that, like envisioning Usnavi in that moment, although Usnavi can be so stupid when it comes to Vanessa, I love Usnavi as a character because of his 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 strange optimism. Because even mm-hmm. though he's in this rough situation, whenever he sings, he kind of turns it around. Like he he says that like he feels like a, a streetlight choking on the street. Everything choking on the different, heat. but I try, yeah, I'm, I'm singing in my head. And then there's that part where he says, but my parents came from nothing. They they got a little more and sure we're poor, but at least we got the story. Like he really starts Mm -hmm. to like, he starts out feeling really bad and lonely, but then he pulls himself out of that. He's like, no, you know what? We might be poor, but I have this store. I have plans. I'm going to go back to visit my family. And that's what I, I love so much about that part of the musical is that even though it is like initially a very like deep, sad moment where he's just telling you how lonely he feels, he turns it around and he's like, but I'm not going to let it hold me down. Yeah, I really like that. And another side note to my favorite lyric that I just realized that that is what he was saying. Because, you know, when you listen to the song, you don't, yeah. you know, it's, that's a long ass song. It's so easy to miss stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, when he goes, um, until the day we go from poverty to stock options. I love that lyric too. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get into some good lyrics soon. Wait till we hit 96,000. That's my song. (laughs) But yeah, so that's In the Heights, the intro song. It ends, like, one of the things I love about this movie, too, is that beyond just the music being really good, like, there are some big moments. And the the ending to that song where Usnavi's in the screen is a big moment. But, like, when when the whole block is dancing together, that moment feels huge. I really love that. Uh Uh-huh. And you can hear Lynn. um, I love Lynn's voice. I'm a Lynn super fan, I think, but I love the part where you can hear him in the voice doing like those, it's not even like actual words, but he's like, just kind of like singing in the background. Yeah, I know what you're um, saying. I love, I love that part. And yeah, like, I don't really get chills and stuff when I see movies, but when we saw that movie in the theater, like I got him a lot and that part was definitely like, and when you can see it all, I don't know, it just makes you feel like, yeah, I'm Hispanic. Like, look at it go. <laughs> Is that what it made you feel like? Yeah, super proud. Check one, two, three. This is Benny on the dispatch. Dispatch. All right. At All, right. All right, let's just move into the next song. We're going to talk about <laughs> Benny's dish. <laughs> 
We're going to talk about <laughs> Benny's ditch. <laughs> oh my goodness. You want me to say it? Yeah. We're going to talk about, about Benny's dispatch, the song. Yes, Benny's dispatch. I don't know why I can't say that. But this song um, is the next song in the movie. And this is when we start to see more of Nina. And then we get a lot more from Benny. Um, at first, I'll be quite honest, like my first, like I liked the scene in the movie, but this wasn't one of my songs that I listened to when I first started listening to the soundtrack. But now I listen to it a lot. Uh, it's yeah. definitely grown on me as a track. But go ahead and give your thoughts because I know you've watched a lot of interviews about this. I mean, yeah, but I don't have any specific, you know, I mean, yeah. I know he really liked that song. So the actor, I don't know his name. He's cool though. Um, Corey something, I think. Anyways. Um, Corey Hawkins. I'm looking at Corey the Spotify. <laughs> wow, look at that. Um, but yeah, I really like Benny's Dispatch. You want to come up here? Come on. Come here. For those listening to the podcast, she's talking to a dog. This might just sound weird to put that in there. Sorry. Yeah, she's just staring at me sitting there. She'll come up if she wants to. Um, you know, you're welcome. <laughs> but um, yep. there, we <laughs> there go. she is. All right. Sit down, girlfriend. Okay. So <laughs> um, I really like Benny's dispatch. Um, I love uh the actor for Benny he's probably I think I love his voice the most and I love love singing to his vocals the most throughout the whole album so I think I'm biased about why I like it so much I will say there's this one like uh rap where he goes off and like I, I I the first time I watched it I had no idea what he was saying um but other than, it was just like this one section where like, I was like, what are you saying? But um, other than that, I really liked it. <laughs> I yeah. love how it, it's like kind of, I don't know, gives me like Caribbean vibes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it because I think it's one of those songs on the soundtrack that is just the most different from the others. I think it definitely has its own sound. And I really just loved in the movie, just how it kind of really showed us more of Benny but also gave mm -hmm. us that like dynamic between Benny and Nina because I, I do think that the relationships in the movie I think I I do like Benny and Nina a little bit more than the main characters just because we got yeah. more of them I think I feel like we got more positive interaction at least with them in the beginning of the movie as opposed yeah. to the first two where it was kind of like distant and standoffy and you could also yeah. see their chemistry in that song like a lot because mm -hmm. they definitely yeah they had already talked about how they had been in a relationship previously so it, it made sense mm -hmm. to show their chemistry so early on together to kind of understand that and I think that it, it was an important song too, understanding the whole dispatch and it, I think it kind of showed off how like good Benny was at his job and how into it he was because that becomes important mm -hmm. later on when he, you know, when the business goes away and he loses that job. I think it, it kind of just, it highlights that he wasn't just some like random person at the, at the store. He was a part of this family and he was a really yeah. good employee in this business. And I think it also just shows how good the business was. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I like that because that is like a big thing about Benny like and and they, they talk about it like in when they introduce his character in the first song. <laughs> just look at Mink. <laughs> He's just staring at me. He's really happy right now. I don't know 
she's excited about in the heights but yeah i mean i honestly don't want to stick on certain songs too much just because we don't have enough to say about them but there are some songs we have a lot to say about so i'd yeah. say benny's dispatch gets a 10 out of 10 but I, I don't really know what to say other than the fact that it, it it showed really highlighted the characters and i agree with you benny's voice is amazing it is it is i love listening to benny's parts in all of the songs Smooth. and i think Smooth that this, like butter yeah, and I think I love the moment at the very end of this song where the girl's like, man, you thirsty as hell. <laughs> you thirsty as hell, yeah. So yeah. I, it was I, a funny moment, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I mean, I think I remember when we watched it in the movie theater after he was, like, right before she said, you thirsty as hell, we were like, I don't know, I was talking to you like, what's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. So next song is breathe i'll be too honest i don't listen to this one that much so i'm gonna let you start this conversation i oh sorry mango's touching the laptop um (laughs) i really really loved breathe when i first started listening to the album like right after um we watched it for the first time i still love breathe now i've just you know i've cycled through like two or three songs that i am obsessed with um so it's not my current obsession, but I really love in that song how um, it starts with like um, Spanish singing and it starts with like really chill. Like usually when you think of like people on the streets singing music in Spanish, you think of like mariachi or something. And it was nothing like that. It was like really chill. And I love Spanish singing anyway. So Speed that was an easy up. one. To <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um and yeah and I also really like how like halfway through the song um they start singing in Spanish again but like Nina translates it I just think that's like a really 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 cute moment because I mean like the whole point of the song is like her basically saying that she had like a really rough time at college and that she was coming back and basically you know she was like scared to face you know, her whole community who, who everybody was all like, you're going to do amazing at, at school. And she actually didn't have that well of a time. Um, and so what they say is they say like, uh, no me preocupo por ella, which means we're not worried about her. And so she like says it back and it's beautiful. I love that part a lot. Um, and I think it is very relatable. I mean, not for me, because I never went to college, but... <laughs> For like someone like you know like my brother or something that's who that song may, makes me think of because like he's like probably the first person like on my dad's side of the family to ever go to college and so yeah I like I don't understand what that pressure is like but I can like sympathize with it you know yeah. um hi everyone we're back I know you didn't know that we left but our wi-fi went out and kicked us out temporarily but we're back no worries and we're gonna pick up where we left off you were talking about breathe. Do you have anything else you want to say, or you want you want me to dabble in? Uh, I mean, it's just an amazing song, and I love it. And it's fifteen out of ten. All right. So currently, um, Miss Psyched is getting attacked by a doggo. But I want to give my thoughts on breathe because honestly, the more you talked about it, the more I started to remember the song a bit. <laughs> honestly, at first, I just didn't connect the lyrics with the title, but. Yeah, I really love this song too. And what what I love most, oh my gosh, Mango's eyes look horrifying right now. But what I love most about this song is that intro part. I love, and it's like in the intro and the outro, 
just those people in the street speaking Spanish. It just sounds really good. Like, honestly, if it wasn't even a part of the movie and that was just a song, I would listen to it. But what I really love about this song, like you were talking about, I think Nina's character is so relatable to a lot of people uh, out in college, especially mm -hmm. people who are first generation. I'm not a first generation college student, technically speaking, but we were some of the first, like I was one of the first in my family to go off to college the way I did, four year NC State psychology degree. And I do sometimes relate to that feeling of disappointment, honestly, that's mostly what I feel. I do feel sometimes like a bit of a disappointment, not because I, of how I graduated, like I did graduate, but I feel like I didn't do enough after graduation. I feel like there was this expectation that I would like thrive and I don't feel like I'm thriving. I'm just barely surviving out here. But uh, I, I like Nina's character and this song for a lot of reasons. And I'm not gonna spoil what happens to her character. We'll talk about that. But I think that this song is just really relatable because there are those moments I think where anyone who's in school and you're one of like, you're not, I don't know how to put this. When you come from a family where not everybody is a rich, successful doctor who went to school for it, you get this pressure inside of you that when you go to school, it's like, I want to do better. I want to, you know, I want to help my family out. I want to get there. And there's so much pressure behind that. And I know mm -hmm. that there's still pressure to people whose parents are doctors and stuff, but I think it's just more relatable the way her character is to a lot of people, especially in like, our kinds of communities is just that feeling when like your family, your parents didn't go to college and, and do all of that. And it's on you to make this new path. It's on you to like go to school and get that job. That's going to push the family in a different direction. And it's just kind of a scary feeling where it's like my generation is supposed to be the one to pull this family up and to keep like this community thriving. And it's like, ah, <laughs> it's hard it's not easy yeah. so I, I definitely relate to there's one lyric in specific that I pulled up because I just really love it and it's just when she says hey guys it's me the biggest disappointment you know the kid couldn't hack it she's back and she's walking real slow welcome home I really love that lyric just because it kind of shines light on one the feeling of like pressure and disappointment but then I also love just how she's talking about the the kind of the taboo and the shame around going home. Uh, because although, like spoiler alert, she doesn't come back home permanently, it does happen sometimes where the pressure can be a lot, the work can be a lot, and a lot of people end up going back home, whether it's for a break or whether it's after the college, whatever, people go back home. And I love that they kind of just talk about that a little bit because a lot of people I think have unnecessary shame around coming home from school or taking a break from school it is a huge deal it is a huge pressure and there's nothing wrong with going back home for a while but anyways yeah I really love this song because of that I really think Nina's a very relatable character for a lot yeah. of yeah um I also really do like how well I guess we don't really talk about it in the song, but right after the song, she talks about how, like, I mean, um, college is damn expensive. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. People don't realize. I mean, I guess the people in college do realize, but yeah, like, it's a, it's probably the reason why there is four main characters, and one of those four main characters is in college. Yeah, yeah, and. That's another thing her character really shines light on, especially with the storyline between her and her father, is how mm -hmm. like there's so much pressure to going to school, 
but that pressure goes up like 300% when it's all or nothing. When you're, when your parents or you're, you yourself, cause you know, like a lot of people, they put themselves through school with loans and have to pay it back. It is so scary when you're going through school knowing I can't actually afford this. I'm busting my butt to get here. And if I fail, everything is on the line. Like that's how Nina feels. She's like, my dad is putting his business on the line. He's putting every ounce of our savings on the line. And if I'm uncomfortable at school, what is he putting all that money in for? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a feeling a lot of people can relate to, not even just the Hispanic community, but anyone who just doesn't have the money to just straight up pay for college, which I think is most people understands the stress of like, everything is in it. That makes it even more scary. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I could talk all day about how ridiculous college and the price of college is and how unnecessary college is, honestly, for a lot of people. But I digress. <laughs> I just think Nina is a great character. And I really love how her story arc ends in the movie. But we'll get to that later. Uh, next up is a song that is a lot less uh, deep Serious. and really, yeah. really funny. I really love yeah. No Me Diga. That's one, no of, Diga. one of my favorite songs to listen to just when I'm driving. You want to talk about mm-hmm. this song? Because I know you love it. Oh, yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. Well, so No Me Diga is like, basically about like the salon ladies and so um I really love it because I love that like culture and like I don't want to be like I don't know I don't know but um (laughs) I just love the idea of like because that is I mean I don't have a freaking neighborhood hair salon I don't know what she's doing (laughs) she's never all up on me like this but um yeah so I don't have like a neighborhood salon that I go to for everything goodness (laughs) um (laughs) goodness gracious mangoes yeah you want to get off I just love the whole back and forth of like you with your salon person you know like some people are like oh they're my like therapist or whatever but I really like how it's like, oh, this is the place where you go and kind of gossip about everyone. <laughs> I just love that idea. It's just. Yeah, it's I one of. Love it. This track is a really fun one because there's there's not a whole lot like this on the album, but the ones that are are really good. It's just it's it's more silly and fun and it's kind of the less serious side of things. Like I, I, like I said, there's a lot of different characters in this story that highlight a lot of different personalities and just like, that is one of them. I think that is a, another big thing in Spanish culture is, is you know, chisma, <laughs> is, you know, just being silly and just talking and, ooh, that's so exciting. Like people love their chisma, you know, that's why everyone's always talking about it. Uh, that's why there's a huge trend on TikTok now where everyone's doing that no me diga trend. Everyone loves some mm-hmm. good some good Tea. gossip, some good talk. And this Tea. song is just really funny because I have I, I think I have a, a good amount of like family and friends that remind me of these characters. Not so extreme, but like there is a, in Spanish culture, there are a lot of people who are just like vibrant and fun and silly and are just like mm-hmm. they're not holding back. They're like they're the ones who yeah. they they come into the room, they're gonna grab you, they're gonna kiss you, they're gonna be like, mm-hmm. oh, I haven't seen you in forever. Tell me everything. Like, they're loud. They're loud. Yeah, and that's exactly who these characters are. They display yeah. those people. And they're very, like, at first when I watched this, I was like, these characters are kind of extra. But then I thought about it and I was mm-hmm. like, 
nope, these characters are extremely accurate to some people. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I really love how one one of those three ladies is the girl from Orange is the New Black. And then two, how the other two are in a gay relationship. Oh, oh yeah, we can't look that over as two gay Hispanics ourselves. Yeah, um, I would like to point out that she had no idea about the gay relationship. Um, and I was watching an interview between the two characters who portrayed that relationship. And I really, really like how one of the girls who plays Carla, Carla is that actress. Her name is, um, I think, Brittany something. She's in um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, and she was talking about how she loved this story, not really like storyline, but this little added, because I, I think the relationship was different in the musical. They were like mother and daughter or something. Um, and so yeah, um, they said that like, you know, with, it's a, I mean, it's not like super prevalent, but it is pretty prevalent. I mean, there's homophobia everywhere, but I think a lot of times in the Hispanic community, um, I don't know, it's either like you love them or you hate them, you know? Um, yeah, so I really like how, you know, the entire movie, no one ever had a problem with it or anything like a lot of times when there is any kind of LGBT representation, it's like negative and it's like, oh, we're so sad because all these people don't accept us. But in, in the Heights, it was like, yes, they're gay and they're proud and we don't give a damn. We love them because they do our hair and stuff. And yeah. I really liked that. Yeah, I really liked, I mean, honestly, yes. The first time I watched it, I just didn't notice it because I was too engulfed in the music. I wasn't really paying attention to the scenes. I didn't notice so many things. I didn't even notice the rivalry in Piragua between the ice cream guy. Like, I really didn't notice that because I was just so uh, taken back by the music. But uh, when I watched it, because we've watched it a few times since then, and I've listened to the music countless times, and watching it again, I really love just like, like you said, like a lot of times LGBT characters, honestly, I think they're portrayed two ways normally. It's either like a huge sad story or like super empowering, which is great. But I love watching something where there's two gay characters and it's not a big deal. Because here's the thing, like in life, yeah, there are moments where being gay can sometimes feel like, you know, there, there's moments where you're discriminated against and it's sad. There's moments where you come out and it's really exciting. But for the most part, being gay is just like anything else. It just, it's just is. It's not a big deal. It's really not that exciting when, I mean, like, yeah, I, I love you. I love being engaged to you. But it's not like every waking moment, I'm like, oh my God, I'm gay, oh my God, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay. <laughs> like, it's really normal. It's just a relationship. It's just, oh, it's a vibe, but it doesn't have to be a big deal. So I like that too. I thought it was a cool thing that instead of being like, oh, two gay girls, it was just like, they're laying in bed together. They're touching each other yeah. during this song. They call mm -hmm. each other. I think they call each other like baby at one point or something like that. Mi amor or something like that. Or, yeah. yeah. They call Mi each other amor. some pet name. That's yeah. very obviously not platonic. <laughs> no, yeah. But yeah, I do really like that too. And yeah, I just love 10. how 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. I am a big fan of how just like empowering and accepting the whole movie was because it, yeah. it made it there was something for everyone you know yes and I'm a big fan of uh how upbeat this song is how catchy the no me diga hook is and mm -hmm. I think this song is hilarious because of all the chisme <laughs> in it mm -hmm. I, 
<laughs> like there's like oh my gosh that song let's not get too into it but the, i love the song it's a really silly fun number and uh it's followed along by it won't be long now i love it won't be long now yeah. um <laughs> it's awkward pause. yeah continue yeah. i don't know if you wanted to talk about it first um but yeah i really loved the character vanessa um i think yeah, I mean, I relate to her just because, you know, she likes fashion, I like fashion. Um, yeah, I like, I like that song. I, I like her voice a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I really like this song because it's just like, she's so strong and empowered in it. You know, like, it's like, she's just like, I don't care about the train. I'm on my way to like, I'm on my way to the top. I don't care about the little things. Like, I think that's kind of what she's saying in the song. She's like, I have my eyes set on the bigger picture. The little struggles don't even matter to me because I know I'm going to make it there. And it's kind of funny because she talks about like the guys that she brings over, they care about it, but she's like, I don't care what they think. I'm, I'm what matters. Like she, she is such a strong character because even when like her and Usnavi like in blackout, not to get too ahead of it, like when they split in that moment, and he's like, don't go, don't leave us. She's like, I do not need you. Good night. <laughs> yeah, I do love that. And yeah, I think, ugh, yeah, Usnavi could definitely be a little dumb and she handled herself gracefully like a woman. Um, and I could not imagine, like, I like that part. Honestly, I like how they have those, those um, creeps, like catcalling her. Um, I feel like that's a big thing with like young Hispanic girls and it's with other Hispanic men and it's really disgusting but like Hispanic dudes ugh, yeah I don't, <laughs> I don't know yeah sorry I just felt that <laughs> part because I was like ugh, yeah no just ignore them just walk away and ignore them yeah and this song is really cool for that reason like it's kind of like it shows like this very strong and empowered Vanessa but then also it's really interesting that they choose this song to have like an intermission where she goes into the the store and this is when Usnavi's cousin asks her out for Usnavi and then mm -hmm. he goes and he thinks he's all hot and stuff but then she goes back to singing uh, about what she does and how she's gonna make it far I just like how like she's like you know she's talking about all these guys who are like disrespecting her and how she wants to go places but I think it's kind of sweet that they put Usnavi in that part because I think they're trying to show that even though he's awkward as heck, and that is the weirdest, most awkward scene in the movie, Usnavi's actually trying to be a good man. <laughs> and yeah. he's trying, even though he doesn't know how to talk to Vanessa, he's not mm -hmm. like the other guys that she's been approaching. He, he himself, like, it was, you know, it's kind of the theme in the movie. He himself mm -hmm. has, um, oh my gosh, why can't Dreams, I? optimism. He has, uh, give me one second. Yeah, that's the theme of this whole movie is that he has an el, el suenito. Everyone mm -hmm. does. The main mm -hmm. characters do at least. And so what they're kind of showing is that like those people who are like harassing her and being annoying and stuff, they're not like the rest of the characters who have those dreams, those passions. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I really like the line that she says um, that like, I don't remember it exactly, but it's something like, um i don't care about what a guy who is just whistling because he doesn't have anything to say um yeah. or a man who's honking at me from a chevrolet i like that i like those lines because yeah it shows it's not he's he don't got nothing to say he does not know how to say it 
Yeah. Yeah, it, I just saw it because I'm like looking at the lyrics too as we do this. And what she says, if I'm in the mood, it will not be with some dude who's whistling because he has nothing to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that this movie definitely kind of highlights that, that kind of aspect of living that is having a purpose and being meaningful. Because like, mm-hmm. it already happened in the movie, even though we didn't talk about it, it was between songs when like Nina first comes into town and Benny walks up to her and asks her if she'll go to the, one of those marches with him. Like, oh, oh not Benny, back? not Benny, Sonny. Oh, Sonny, yeah, yeah, oh, got the names mixed up. I had the right character in my head though. But when Sonny walks up to Nina, is like, let's go do this protest. This yeah. uh, kind of shows how all of these characters, they're not passive. None of them are mm-hmm. passive. They're all active in living their lives. They're all active in their dreams. Um, which is what makes this cast, I think, so special and what makes this movie feel so exciting real. to me. I mean, yeah. okay, look, exciting. I just want to interject this real quick before we go on to the next song. I know a good few people who've watched this movie <clears throat> that are in my family that didn't really like it that much. I totally understand that. But I think the reason, like, I think for people who are like us, aka people with so many feelings, <laughs> really enjoy this piece is because it is a really deep feelings like, like musical, I think you if you if you're willing to enjoy the musical and you're just way too emotional, I think you'll vibe with this a lot. I am a child of glee. Like. <laughs> you're emotional too. Um, it's okay, I'm emotional too. But I just am really excited to get to this next one because you know what the next song is, right? Yes, ninety six thousand. Ninety six thousand. That's a lot of spray cans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I start this one real quick? I'm sorry, I'm just too excited yes, about it. Yes, yes, you can. All right, uh, when I first heard 96,000, this instantly was my favorite in the whole movie for so many reasons. First of all, visually, it was one of the most exciting. No, it was the most oh, exciting yeah. visually. Like it, this was the first like song in the movie that had some really extra special effects. You know, there's the part where the boys are talking at the beginning and all that stuff's happening, which I thought was like- Oh yeah. Yeah, that was like kind of interesting. It wasn't, no other part of the movie is like that. Yeah. Um, and then, when they're all at the pool and there's those big dancing numbers and then there's like just the way that they highlight all the characters is that is such a visually beautiful song. But not only that, the thing that really stood out to me in the song were two things, Sonny's rap part, which is my absolute favorite part of this song and my favorite part of this whole movie. And then there's also um, just the number 96,000. I remember saying this to you, like when we were on the car on the way home, we were like, we were so like, we were on an adrenaline rush. We were rush. on highs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were just, we weren't playing any music. No, we were just talking the whole way home, just like, just so excited about it. And this song was Processing. like the big part of our conversation. And I was, I remember saying that I love the number 96,000 because it just shows so much. Like the first of all, like, you hear a lot of things like, what would you do if you want a million dollars? But in, in, mm-hmm. in our world, in our culture, in our level of living, 96,000 might as well be a million dollars for what it can do for a person, for the mm-hmm. way that it can support pulling you out of debt. For some people that will not pull you completely out of debt, but it'll change your life by relieving so much of that debt. For some people it will pull them out of debt and help them start a tiny savings, you know? But just the fact that it doesn't have to be a million dollars to get people so exciting, that in itself said so much. But I'm gonna let you talk before I finish talking because I have so much to say about this song. Wait, what, what were your thoughts on, on 96,000? 
Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a really amazing, well-done song that kind of like, I don't know. So we watched it with my brother and we didn't get fully um, into the movie, but by the time we watched this part of the movie, my brother, he was like, oh, I know what the movie's going to be about. And I feel like I kind of went through that same kind of thing. Like, oh, because, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's a common thing, but I definitely, when I'm watching a movie, I'm going to try to figure out how it's going to end. Um, <laughs> so I like how it kind of like tricks you. So it's like, it kind of like makes you think that, oh, they're going to like set something up. But like, no, like no one won the lottery. I really like that because it was like, wait, what? Now I'm confused. Now I have no idea what's happening. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I really like that. But I'll let you continue talking because I know you're very, very excited as fuck. Okay, yeah. I mean, I just really really love this song I really love how they let each of the main characters like tell you what they would do with the money because it just showed all the different mindsets they had and all the different like ways that they viewed what this money could do for them and it's also really interesting because when you when you hear what they say in this part versus how the movie ends it kind of shows you just how much growth each character gets within that short period of time but like, let's start with, with Benny, who's talking about how my favorite, like, I always sing this part when it comes on when he's like, imagine how it would feel going real slow, real slow down the highway of life with no regrets, no regrets. Yeah, and no breaking your neck for respect or paycheck. paycheck. Yeah, I, I actually have cried listening to that part while driving before. Because I'm like driving on my way to work and I'm like, yeah, buddy, how would it feel? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another reason why, the, and I think those lyrics, those were best delivered by Benny, by just yeah. the smooth voice. Like, I just, yeah, I it's a vibe. love singing along to that part because, yeah, for real. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. Deep too. It is way too deep. Like, even when he says, like, the weekend where we can breathe take it easy like he's just talking about the sense mm-hmm. of relief that would come from not being stressed about money and that is mm-hmm. something i dream of every day <laughs> but yeah. um and then we get more characters who are talking about what they're gonna do with theirs uh, you've got the crazy salon ladies who are like oh i'm gonna get a new lease <laughs> and mm-hmm. and you know malibu, malibu breeze and let's let's get ourselves on a vacation or or getting a new weave, getting their hair new done. Weave, yep. Or Those, maybe just bleach. Or maybe just bleach. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought that part was funny. Um, it was, it took away. I love how the salon ladies, because it is like a real thing. Like the, the, these kinds of people, these very silly, optimistic, outgoing people, they lighten up the mood. I would not mm-hmm. be able to deal with a bunch of people who are like me, always trying to be too deep, always sad. <laughs> I need those people around to balance me out. And so I, I love mm-hmm. how they balance out this song by just kind of being silly for a minute. Cause I think it, yeah. it kind of, I don't know, for me, it kind of, it helps me from bawling my eyes out when I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then you've got, let's say going to the main character, Usnavi, Mr. US Navy over here. And uh, he's, he's talking about, you know, he's like, um, silly woman really, getting all these crazy hypotheticals. You really want some bread, then go ahead, create a set of goals and cross them off the list as you pursue them. Uh, I think that's a very idealistic view of things to think that you could just come up with a life plan and just go through it. I think Usnavi's being a little, a little gullible there, honestly. Yeah, because- I think so too. 
he gets a lot of wake up calls throughout this movie. Like we'll we'll get into it, but like Sonny is a very important character in this movie because I think he really wakes Usnavi up to the fact that he's a little he's he's even ignorant to the people in his own life. He doesn't know everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. But in this moment, he's kind of just trying to make it seem like, oh, well, well, you guys are all worried about 96,000. I, I can do it myself, um, which is just kind of a mentality a lot of people have, which I think is a stupid mentality where they're like, well, if you just work hard enough. And I'm like, are you telling me that when I bust my ass every day going to work, I'm not working hard enough just because mm-hmm. I, you know, just because on paper it says I'm worth $12 an hour does not mean the work I'm doing is not just as hard as that person whose paper says they're worth 25 an hour, but. They're literally just, (laughs) but anyways. (laughs) But I do like, during that part, he like starts off by being like, oh, create a set of goals, but then he gets more realistic. Uh, And I really like Mm -hmm. when he says, it takes most of that cash just to save my ass from financial ruin. ruin. Uh, That's relatable. Cause if I got Mm -hmm. 96,000, I'm telling you right now, I would, I would have like that much after I pull myself out of debt (laughs) and then pull, you know, you know, send some money, my mother's way to help her out. And and then there's nothing left because (laughs) it would take most of that money just to pay off my student loans and my medical bills and all the other things that people can't afford on their own. I don't even want to get into money, all right? That's not the point of this movie, but it is made a point in this movie that that is, that is a thing we all go through. Mm-hmm. Every culture is struggling with money, and here's our story. <laughs> yep. But uh, Talk about Sunny now. Yeah, because yeah. he's the next person. Because, you know, you know, Usnavi's like, tough, Merry Christmas, you can have the business. And Sunny's like, let me lay it on you guys. Sunny's my favorite because of this moment. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all talking about what they would do for themselves, but Sonny sees things differently. And I really love that they made Sonny the one that did this because I think mm-hmm. it really shows how like, you know, Sonny, they reveal in this movie, he does not have citizenship status. So he has a lot of that, you know, that, what is it called? He doesn't have the privilege of being a citizen. Yeah. Yeah, he, like, he doesn't have the privilege a lot of the other people in this story have. And that's why instead of being driven for self-success, he's driven to help other people. I think that's a really important message. I think that people who are more like the closer to home it is, you know, like especially immigration, the the more people Mm -hmm. will fight for other people because, you know, I don't know, I could get into this, but he talks about, you know, what about immigration politicians be hating racism in this nation's gone from latent to blatant to blatant that, that, that lyric right there, when I saw that in the movie, I was literally like on the edge of my seat. Yeah, I remember being like, oh. Oh, and I felt really bad because, um, you know, like right after he goes in this whole rant where he's like basically showing all these adults up, like he is, I love how Sonny, the youngest person in the movie, was the only person to talk about what he would do for other people. Yeah. Um, and also right after he says that, some girl is like, they're really cute. Like people are like, oh. Um, and I was watching Lin-Manuel Miranda talk about that part and like the, the purpose of like why they have someone be like, oh, that was cute. Cause even, I mean, even I did it, um, is because, you know, Sunny represents Gen Z, us kids who, you know, it's not a secret that this new generation is becoming very outspoken and they want to do what's right and stuff. Um, and 
a lot of times that's kind of what happens when someone's so young is like trying to be serious about something they're like you're just a kid oh you don't know yeah you know what it's like in the real world and I I love that part yeah well, I think that part is yeah no yeah I agree and honestly everything Sunny says is like really like it the most real things anyone's saying in this he talks about fixing housing giving better education to people then he, I, I love the lyric where he said teach them about gentrification yeah teach them about gentrification the rent is escalating mm-hmm. the rich are penetrating why do we mm-hmm. pay out corporations when we should be demonstrating? demonstrating like literally everything he says is it makes complete sense it's what mm-hmm. it's what like it's what we need, you know, like housing mm-hmm. is like, that's one thing we talk about all the time. We're like, why are so many people homeless when there's all these vacant homes? It doesn't even make sense. Um, no. So I, I, I love that. Yeah, I too. I agree. Like, I love that Ben, not Benny, Sonny, Sonny, the youngest character is like the one who's like, I'm going to this protest. He was the character that went. Usnavi didn't go. Benny didn't go. Mm-hmm. He was the one that chose to go out there. He was the one that said that he would spend the money on other people. And I do think it kind of shows how this new generation is starting to develop a sense of selflessness, that it's, mm-hmm. it's about the big picture, not just the individual. Mm-hmm. Not just me, yeah. So I yeah. Love that. <laughs> yeah, so that's my favorite part in this whole movie. I love that moment that Sonny has where he really gets to shine and share his thoughts. And then, yeah. oh yeah. Vanessa. That's not even how he ends it. Wait, I love this last part that he says where he's talking about like he's never going to stop until the city takes notice because he's got all these promises he's got to keep. Like mm-hmm. he it's seems like the most. Yeah, he yeah. seems like the most like dedicated. And the fact that he actually does go to the protest just proves that he's not all talk. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah. the funniest part ever comes up next. When, <laughs> when is now he asked Vanessa what she's going to do with it. But okay, before I get into the content, I just want to like, I love how they're all like upbeat and, and, and like Sonny's rapping and they were all just like jamming, jamming. And then it's Vanessa's part and she's like, slow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. I, I, but I, I listened to this. This is like the most listened to song on the album for me or the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, but yeah. She's still in that mentality of, I want to get out, I want to get out, which is why, like, honestly, this movie does so much foreshadowing, but the first time you watch it, you don't, you don't notice, obviously, but then afterwards, you start to realize, because, like, Usnavi's obsessed with leaving, he wants to go back to the Dominican Republic, Vanessa is obsessed with leaving, she wants to leave the town, not even go that far, she just wants to leave, just because she thinks she could start new somewhere else, um, and then I think the movie is really trying to show the importance of family, community, and thriving where you are. Like, I, I, honestly, what I took from this movie, like, most importantly, was that, like, it's not about where you are. It's about what you're doing and how you feel and how you how you react to the situation you're in, as opposed to leaving. Because mm-hmm. everyone thought their answer was to go. I'll be happy mm-hmm. when I leave town. I'll be happy when except I Except Nina. Except, except Nina. Nina. Yeah, who was like, I'll be happy. But even Nina was like, even though she wasn't the exact same thing, she still had the same mentality. I'll be happier somewhere else. I'll be happier not in school. I'll be happier if I'm in the Dominican Republic. I'll be happier if I'm away. Benny mm-hmm. was probably the most the different most because he was, he was like, I'll be happy if I stay as opposed to mm-hmm. leaving. Uh, yeah, so, he was content. 
Yeah. And in the first song, he talks about how, you know, he is doing an amazing job. Yeah. Honestly, now that I think about it, I just had like a light bulb moment. I think because of Benny, it kind of shows that the point of the movie wasn't stay at home, kids, don't go anywhere. It's make sure you're like, you're doing things for the right reason, right? Because if Usnavi had gone to the Dominican Republic, he would have left behind Vanessa, who he had apparently been in love with for like ages. And he would have left behind his cousin who still needed somebody to help him. Yeah, he needed a role model. He needed a role model. He needed someone to support him. And he would have left them behind. If Vanessa had left, she would have left behind Usnavi, who she clearly wanted to be with. Like at the end of the movie. Yeah, clearly at the end. (laughs) And, And... she would have, you know, left behind that community she had that she loved so much. And then if you think about it, like, you know, the biggest characters, if Nina had left behind college, she would have left behind that dream that she had. She thought it was all her fault. She, she kept saying, it's all you, it's all you. But Sunny made her realize what brought her to college in the first place. It wasn't that she was going to be treated amazing in college, because we know from the story that she was not treated well there. She was willing to take on the burdens and the pains of being those first to go off to school in order to better the lives for her community. I think Sunny showed her how to be selfless, honestly. Not that she was selfish for leaving. If she chose to leave, that wouldn't be selfish, but it made her realize that she would rather do for her community what, you know, instead of being afraid and letting fear stop her from doing what she wants. Yeah, like she wasn't the only person she was going to college for, you know? Yeah. But anyways, back to <laughs> I love this movie a lot. All right. All right. Same. Oh my gosh. You know this list without the you should be the one running this podcast. Thank you for listening. We're gonna have to end it here for now. Yeah, we talked for way too long. This was part one of the In the Heights podcast with Ella Perez. Bye. If you're watching on YouTube, sorry that there is no video for this. We're, we're doing the best we can here. This podcast was actually recorded a very long time ago, but here we are putting it out, and we will put out part two as soon as I can, making zero promises on the dates there. But we do appreciate you listening, and until next time, stay, stay psyched. psyched.